Hi, and welcome to Resurgent You, today's the day podcast. I'm your host, Rosie Richel. If you're looking to grow as a leader, advance your credibility, or simply gain new insights into leadership and personal growth, I'm here to guide you. Together, we will work to unstick your stuck so you can become a leader others want to follow. In each episode, I will discuss topics that will help you identify your unique strengths, we all have them, define your goals, clarify your values and purpose, and develop essential leadership qualities to open doors you never thought could open. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about competence and why competence through education, experience, and execution is so crucial. So let's talk about competence today. You know, I always start with the power thought. So today's power thought is going to be good leadership is growing your knowledge. Great leaders share their knowledge. So what is your competence level? What are you competent at? What do you want to be competent at? Competence is number two in the C5 leadership model. In the last episode that you listened to, we talked about character. Now we're going to talk about competence, number two. And competence means you have to gain new skills and knowledge and be able to apply those and then also pass them along, grow other folks. So with competence, it just doesn't happen. Competence isn't defined by your seniority at work. Competence comes with hard work, taking risk. Sometimes it comes with a little sacrifice, continuous learning and just doing, takes action. You have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to grow. You have to be able to look at others and you have to be able to look at yourself and see what you're capable of doing. So when I talk about competence, I talk about competence being a framework for ability and knowledge. It tells others what you value and what you bring to the group. Are you knowledgeable? Do you know what you're supposed to know to bring a team together, to move a group forward, to move a project forward, to be a leader in your organization? Do you have that knowledge? And if you don't, what are you going to do to gain that knowledge? Are you a problem solver or are you a problem child? And we all know those exist. Which one are you? Are you capable of contributing? Do you add value to the group, to the organization, to others? And do they add value to you? It's not a one-way street. Are you capable of leading others from your heart If that means you have to be vulnerable, then you have to be vulnerable. Look, if you don't know what you're doing, it's okay to ask people. It's okay to ask for help because I guarantee you people would rather you ask them for help than trying to fake your way through something because eventually you're going to stumble and you're going to crash and burn. And especially if you're a leader, you're going to crash and burn and people will not respect you. So are you able to be vulnerable and ask for help? And then are you confident and are you willing to pass along your skills and knowledge? I can remember early in my career, actually in all of my careers, whether I was working on the ambulance, uh, even prior to that, or whether I was working uh, in law enforcement, in my day-to-day duties, whether I was a canine handler or when I was working motors or I was a field training officer, what knowledge did I already possess? What knowledge did I need to know? And what was I going to do with that knowledge and who was I going to pass it along to? Because look, we always have to grow ourselves and we always have to grow others. You know, competence is more than just being book smart. It's being emotionally intelligent. Do you know exactly what your impact is on others? Are you good at work? Are you good at working well with others? Are you good at communicating with others? Everybody always talks about a breakdown in communication. Morale is low. Nobody's talking. Well, if you're a leader, you got to be that person that guides folks. You got to be that person that guides communication. You've got to open up those doors and not be closed off. You got to create a safe space 
for people to want to open up, to have discussions, to move forward with a project, to move forward with uh, whatever you have, right? Are you good at solving problems? And if you're not good at solving problems, if you're a leader and you're not good at solving problems, you know what? That's okay. You don't always have to be good at solving problems. You don't always have to be that person. But the best thing you can do is align yourself with people that are competent in that field. You're not going to know everything. You need to expose the brilliance of those that are competent and appreciate what they have to offer. And then let them know that and praise them out loud. Praise them in front of others. Are you good at creating a positive environment? You know, again, I, everybody always talks about morale is low, morale sucks. You know, well, who sets the tone for morale? You do. You do as the leader. When you come to work every day, are you in a positive mood or are you in a negative mood? What tone do you set? Are you good at listening? Are you good at listening to others without judgment? Look, we all make judgments, and I've talked about this over and over, and I will continue to talk about it in my podcast. We all make snap decisions. We all make snap judgments based on information that we don't know in total. But again, if you're going to be a leader, you have to be self-aware of what you say, when you say it, how you say it, and to whom you say it. Are you good at sharing ideas? You know, you're the, you're the visionary. If you're the leader, you're the visionary. You're the one that sets the stage. Whether it's at work, whether it's at home with your kids, with your family, whether it's a project that you're working on with friends or something you're working with in the community, are you good at sharing ideas? And then are you good at building strong relationships? Nobody gets where they are without relationships. You have to build them. Again, I always talk about the fact that I have Terry sitting next to me. We have a strong relationship. He puts me in check if I need to stop, if I need to re-record, if I need to do something. It's all about building strong relationships at work. You know, we all have a goal. We all have a mission. And do you work well with others? Are you competent at what you do? Are you competent in your communication? And are you competent in general? Like, don't let others tell you you can't do something. I've had that happen throughout my life, and I know we all have. We've all been shut down and said, nope, this isn't the right time for you. This isn't going to happen. You know, challenge yourself to improve every day by developing your competence level. Read books if you have to. Ask questions. Take risks. Observe others. And just experience life in general. Best thing that I could have done as I developed through my career was watching others. Watching the people who were doing the job I wanted to do. Watching the leaders lead the way I thought I should lead, the way I wanted to lead, and the way that it felt right with me and my values. Ask the people that are doing the job. Put yourself in proximity with those people that are doing what you want to do. So I have a thing where I wrote, wrote this down when I was uh, putting this podcast together, and I call it the evolution of self-development. And there's five different things that I think are kind of important when you're evolving, when you're growing, and you're developing yourself. And so I'll start with them. So the first one is intellect. You know, are you willing to learn new things? Are you willing to go to school? Are you willing to learn new experiences? Again, watching and listening, and most importantly, doing. Once you learn those things, once you develop that competence, that technical competence, do you have the emotional competence? Do you have the intellectual knowledge and competence to move things forward? I can tell you, there's times now I'll come, when I'm teaching a leadership course or I'm speaking at a conference or I'm near some, some people that have attended any of my courses and they will come up to me and they will say, hey, thank you so much. I learned so much from you. And that is very humbling to me because I'm just trying to pay for the things that I've learned from others. 
I've had to become competent. Look, I've had to do things over and over. There's times that I could read something and yeah, I get it, but do I really get it? Sometimes I have to read it a couple times to, to understand what exactly is it that I'm looking to do? What skill set do I need to grow? And then again, relationships. Relationships, you got to be a, a collaborator. And if you're a, a leader, look, don't be a micromanager. Trust people to do their job. If you need to guide them, that's your job. Come at your team, not as a micromanager, but as an inquisitor. Ask questions. Help them self-direct solutions. Don't be a naysayer. Don't bring people down. And you cannot tell me that you've not worked for somebody, quote unquote, who's your boss, who naysays, who's negative, and you just sit there and you wonder, how did this person even become the boss? Well, I can tell you they're not the boss. They're just supervisor by title. They lack everything that I'm talking about with regards to these C5 leader, uh, leadership traits. And then your interpersonal skills. Again, learn how to communicate in different environments with different people, whether it's at home, whether it's at work, whether it's with your friends or on social media. Social media, oh my goodness gracious. Take a look at social media on how people talk to one another, on how competent people are in conversation with one another. It's easy to sit behind anonymity and talk about people without really knowing what they're going through, what they're about, whether or not they're competent in what it is that they do. And then emotional state. What is your emotional state? Become more healthy mentally, physically, spiritually, if you have to, to handle all the different types of situations that are out there. Develop your resiliency. What is it that you need to do to become resilient in your everyday life? And then lastly, confidence. The more you learn and the more you develop your strengths, the more adaptable you're going to be in times of uncertainty. And it seems like every day there's something in our life that is uncertain. So develop your competence. Look, you are competent because you embrace new knowledge. You bring a different perspective because you are you. So I'm going to conclude competence today with a hack. So here's my competence hack. Competence requires continuous learning so you develop distinguishing skills that open doors to new opportunity, into the success you dream, and then lastly, grow others into the success they dream. So if you want to achieve success and be a leader worth following, then go unstick your stuck. Today's the day you awaken your resurgent you. Now go get yours. 